Q-Code Media and Criminal Content present The Foxes of Hydesville. Episode 3, Katie the Younger. Sisters are a bitch. Unlike brothers, who are carnal and primal and care only about having a piss, sisters are bound by something completely different. We are ruled by an impetus of no earthly description. Moon children, preternatural and pomp, competitive and agreeable, worldly and celestial. Sisters are complicated, this we know, but none so much as mine. My sisters were the uncontested cunts of the 19th century. And through all our ups and downs, from our catty little spats to our infamous public feuds, I'll stand by one categorical fact. In the history of women, there was never a sister, and I mean never, born before or since, who was quite as unique as Katie the Younger. Strictly speaking, when it came to the art of the mindfuck, not only did Katie stand peerlessly alone, she damn right invented it. Spirit, spirit in the walls, do you heed us when we call? If you are with us, use two knocks for yes, one knock for no. I'll ask again, kindly, gently. Mr. Splitfoot, are you with us here tonight? You were just here. Please, use two knocks for yes, and one knock for... And will you speak to our visitors? Why ever not? Splitfoot? We deserve an answer. We deserve an answer! As you wish. This is The Foxes of Hydesville, starring Carrie Mulligan, McKenna Grace, Christina Lucado, and Phoebe Tonkin. Katie, wake up. She's in between. Okay, drink this tea, love. What in the fuck was that? How did she do that? He's not coming. Who is not coming? The peddler. Bullshit. The peddler. Good news, no? What do you mean he's not coming? Why? Because she's here. Oh, yes. Leah the scapegoat. And here I thought I was the savior. Quite the contrary. In a series of raps, the peddler has outlined in great detail that you are a poison pill shrew bearing a sizable amount of emotional baggage. Are you in all earnestness trying to fuck with me? I'm just the messenger. All right. I want everyone to wipe their eyes, reset. In five minutes, I want to see the show again. Show? What show? There is no show. David, there are a line of wagons parked outside your house. Spectators peering through your windows, searching for their dead wives and daughters. They didn't trample through peppermint fields looking for candy canes. They're looking for a show. 
and I want to know how these little heathens do it. So we're going to take another look at it, get it on its feet. It's four in the morning, Leah. Never better. I don't think you know what you're saying. I know exactly what I'm saying. Personally, I'm quite fulfilled. Don't need any more shows. Adelaide, go to the other side of that wall. Yes, there's nothing there. Rapping and knocking on the walls, prototypical sisterhood pranks. Behold, the cynic. Don't fuck Such with hostility. Me. So sad. All right. It's clear you have no inner peace. You think I don't know about your fox sister fuckery? I was the first sister, Maggie. I invented it, you pomp little slut. So you can do away with a god as my witness bullshit and quit fucking around. Perhaps it's best you leave. I'm not going anywhere. Simply turn around Take me for a fool. and return from whence you came. Shut up! The door's right behind you. You shut the fuck up, Margareta Fox. Now take a chair and listen good. If you think I'm going to sit here like a placid dolt and believe everything at face value, you've got another thing coming. I came out here because supposedly my little sibs can talk to the dead. Half the populace from Hudson to Harlem thinks a couple of children are modern deities, and the other half wants you burned at the stake. So we need to decipher what level of god or drivel we're talking about here. Are we basking in the presence of divinity or bathing in a vat of bullshit? That is the question of the moment, and I'll be damned if I'm going to venture back to Rochester, tail between my legs, without the goddamn answer. Are we understood? Yes. All right, give it a knock. There's no one over here, Miss Leah. Not a limp-wristed thud, you prig, a knock. That's as hard as I can. Hit it like you mean it. Just give it a rest, Leah. It's perfectly clear the spirit's raps have more authority. I'm honestly a little embarrassed, David, by your naivety. I thought out of everyone you would be the sensible You haven't one. a clue what you've stumbled into but you're here. feeding the fire. in here with your outsized Lacking importance. any accountability. Uh, fuck off. Hoodwinked scholar, clearly an explanation. I agree with Maggie, your presence is a problem. What have you done with my brother? The one I grew up with, the sane one, the pragmatic one. Pragmatic? I was pragmatic in Hydesville before the spirit one day recounted, with great accuracy, mind you, an affair that I had with a man in my younger travels and his subsequent death. He was lynched and gutted, and I pretended I never met him. Now, there isn't a soul on earth who could have known about that, Leah. It was a secret I vowed to keep until the grave, until suddenly this, this skeleton hopped out of the closet in all of its homosexual splendor for the entire town to bear witness. I took to the bottle two weeks ago and it works. It warms me to a giddy inside an increasingly cold house surrounded by a growing circus of parasites. My soul is filled with regrets, Leah. My reputation is sunk, my heart destroyed, and my sisters are bitching on about the veracity of Wall Raven. So you'll excuse me if my pragmatism has flown the proverbial fucking coop. What was that? It's a gunshot. Unlatch the door, quickly. I, I, I tried to stop him, Mr. Fox. All right, it's okay, Calvin. Oh, man, we got uh, Red Taylor here. Red Taylor? The man from last night? Boy, he's got a whole mob with him this time. Well, bloodshot eyes filled with vodka and vigor. The place is fucking surrounded. He was drinking at the bar. Drinking at the they bar, They got to yeah. talking. Uh-huh. And, and planning what they've been planning. What are they planning, exactly? It's okay, Galvin. Grab a gun and say hi to my sister Leah. Pleasure, Miss Leah. Great. More guns. Guns and ghosts. What else is on the agenda?
We've got Jen. No, that's more Adelaide's thing. Where is she, anyway? Um, everyone? I think I just found her. Shit. Red's got her, goddammit, he's got what? her. What? Fuck! They've got Adelaide? Goddammit, they got her bound and gagged over there. Now, it's time to do the right thing here, David. The correct thing. He's got his hands over him. David, he's got a fucking knife to her throat. Now, Red, that girl ain't got nothing to do with our business. Let her go. I'll tell you what. I'll trade you. The hussy for the hounds, D-Fox. How do you like that? I'm a sensible man. <laughs> a little barter and trade. <laughs> yes, sir. Barter and trade. David, you've got to save her. All right, let me just think. Give me a gun or something, you fucking bastard. Oh, not now suddenly you want a gun? I think he's starting to slice her, man. I, I'm, I'm, seeing, I'm seeing blood. Now sometimes, even in the darkest moments... Oh, oh fuck. Curious things happen. Good God! Love me a dust-up at sunrise. Dad! For example, right before I was about to grab a gun, oh, my father shows up, naked from the waist down, toting two muskets. Fucking hell! Dad! Where are your fucking pants? You grabbed the guns before you grabbed your pants? How many a figure? At least ten. Twelve, maybe more. They've got a, a circular formation. Well, see about that. I'll circle slap the whole fucking lot of them with my dick. Yes, Father, I'm sure that'll do the trick. Yeah, they won't know what hit them. Oh, I'm sure they won't. Now, uh... Just give me a minute, Red. I'm gonna step outside for a little talk. Man to man. You just make sure that your men hold. Understand? You got 60 seconds, D-Fox. We can chatter all you want, but it won't change the outcome. When Maggie and Katie entered the foyer, my first instinct was to hug them. I kid you not, even though they hated my fucking guts. Things get weird when you're in a pinch. Maybe it's best not to look outside. Close your eyes or something. Okay, they finally come for us. Maybe it's for the best. There's no escaping now. This is it. What? Don't think that way. I'm tired of being sick. No, no. Remove those thoughts from your head. You know nothing about my thoughts. You're right, I don't. But I know they may be complicated and confused and wildly imaginative, but they don't deserve erasing. All right, uh, Leah, listen to me carefully. Now, down... In the basement, just past the furnace, there is a small uh, panel, okay? It's, it's sort of an, uh, an escape hatch. I, 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 now, behind David, I don't this understand. hatch is a tunnel. Hidden a, tunnel. A tunnel? Okay, now Maggie knows the way. To, to where? It's a tunnel that leads to our other home. I want you to bring Maggie and Katie through the tunnel while I clear out Adelaide. Do you understand? No, David, I don't understand. You got 30 seconds, Steve All right, Calvin? Yes, sir. You bring Adelaide to the river, meet me there in one hour, and we're going to put them all in the next boat to Rochester. Rochester? Rochester? Yes, Rochester. I love David, this you'll get killed. It's the only idea I got. I'm not leaving home. Listen to me, Katie, okay? Don't do this, David. Please. Katie. Please don't Katie, make I, me I, leave. I, I love you. But you don't belong here anymore, okay? One day, they are going to know your name across New England, the Atlantic, and beyond. And I'm going to read every article with pride and vindication that my sister's talents have been unleashed. I can't do this, David. But you have to, I, I can't provide. You can provide and you will find a way. Hey, fuck your numbers. Basement, panel, tunnel, you understand? Seven, you dumb fucking All right. I'll count whoever the fuck I go. want, John. All right, go, 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 go. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know about you, listeners, but I'm finding it harder and harder to organize my time and focus on my mental health. Between thinking about other people, working on myself, and just trying to have some fun or relax, it can be really difficult to balance everything. Thanks to our sponsor, BetterHelp, 
Organizing that time and finding the space for everything I want and need has never been easier. Working with a therapist can help you take the steps you need to open up to yourself and find more of that personal time. It's helped me focus my alone time into a more productive and positive experience. You can sign up for BetterHelp online quickly and easily. Once you fill out a brief survey, you'll be matched with a therapist that's right for you. But if you're not feeling completely comfortable, you can switch therapists at any time at no additional cost. BetterHelp is more convenient and it's more affordable than in-person therapy. No uncomfortable trips to the office, sitting in a waiting room, just professional help from the comfort of your home. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com FOH today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com FOH. Take a swig of this whiskey here. <laughs> and uh, I got my sights on you real slow. Dave, I'll be honest with you. That little gun just ain't gonna do it. Well, Red, you've been drinking and I've been drinking, so I feel like there's gonna be a few missed shots here. But in the end, little gun, big gun, we all know. Who's the oh. Jesus Christ, John, put some fucking pants off! Got a white beard on that day. Red and my family are gone, you get what you get. Now look here, David. I'll make it real simple for you. Every minute that goes by where we don't see those two girls, I'm going to take this here knife and start slicing Miss Adelaide up. Bit by bit. Now, Red, we go way back. You know, we've been friends for over 30 years. We've shared drink and we've shared women. We've shared hardship and loss. But if you place that knife on that woman, I'm gonna blow a hole through your eye socket. And I'll skull fuck it. <laughs> she smells like city folk. I don't give a fuck. You got three seconds to stand down. Maybe I'll have my way with her for a couple of days. Three. Oh, I do like the way city girls squeal, I must admit. Two. I'm willing to sacrifice my life, David, for the good of this town. One. Are you? Are you? Are you willing to die over these girls, Devery? Because I'm willing to die to rid us of it. You got one shot at me, D-Fox, and you better not miss. After that, my firing squad here will gun you and your daddy down and uh, blaze a buckshot. And then we'll slice up the hussy, light a match, burn down your shack with your mother and witches gagged and bound inside it. The choice is yours, David. You send the girls out, no bloodshed. You keep them inside, well, they'll be smelling your corpses and carnage in Hodgesville for decades to come. So I'm placing this here blade on her breast. Now, it's your move.
Where's Katie? 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 Katie! I'm gonna make one little cut here, D-Fox. And we'll get this show started. Wait. Now, in the annals of history, when we talk about heroism, sacrifice, and triumph, we can't have that conversation unless we talk about the Katie in the Field incident. Simply put, it changed my life forever. Katie? Katie? Katie, get back in the house. But she didn't. I rushed outside to save her, but something immediately stopped me. Get back in the house. Just walking towards me, David. Katie. As she walked out onto the field, the mob and the entire town of spectators and drifters surrounding the property were transfixed. Katie, I should stop right now. But she was undeterred, as cool as the April winds, walking straight towards Red Taylor's gun. David! Hey, hey! Katie! You better get this goddamn coon away from me! Can I? I'll blow her fucking head off, I swear to God! I'll blow her fucking head off, I swear to God! And then... Don't you come closer, you I witnessed the moment that changed my life forever. Have you seen this fucking gun? You dumb chewy! I'm pointing right at you! She walked up to Red Taylor calmly grabbed the barrel of his gun and placed it up against her forehead. Get away from me now! And then she really fucked him up. Go ahead and pull the trigger. What the fuck are you? Go ahead. Pull the trigger. You're fucking insane. You're... You'll be doing this both David, favor. she's fucking crazy, D-Fox! Get this bitch away from me! Where are you going? Y'all don't think I'll do it? You forget what we came here for, you fucking cowards! You... You had a sister. What? A sister. What? How do you know that? A sister... who got sick? Yes. She's still with you. She watches you. Every day. She does? Yes, you can talk to her. She'll listen. You can tell her things and she'll hear it. She's with you. Always. Don't you feel her? Yes. Yes, I do. You go back home now. Red, you tell her I said it's okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry. All right, back away, Katie. Slowly. Yes, David. I'm so sorry, David. I, 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 I didn't know. I didn't know. I know, Red. I'm sorry, too. And that was the end of Red Taylor. Now, anyone else got anything to say? No. No, sir. sir. No. Does anyone know here how Red Taylor got killed? No idea, sir. Well, then, I appreciate you taking his body off my property.
And don't come back again, understood? <sighs> Alright, so Leah, as you can uh, probably see here, I can't do this forever. The plan remains the same. Yes. Take them to Rochester, give them a new life, a new chance, a new... You know, because I, I, I just can't. Yep. Are we finally in agreement? Yes. We are, indeed. The Foxes of Hydesville stars Carrie Mulligan as Leah Fox Phoebe Tonkin as Adelaide Granger, McKenna Grace as Katie Fox, Christina Brucato as Maggie Fox, with additional roles by the criminal content players including Ryan Willard, Joe Perino, Dwayne Hill, Jim Conroy, James O'Connor, Mara Kasson, directed by Sean Christensen, written by Sean Christensen and C.D. Carpenter, Executive produced by Carrie Mulligan, Sean Christensen, and Gabriel Mason. Co-executive produced by Mara Kasson and Christina Brucato. Produced by Brendan Hubbard and Adam Volerich. Associate produced by Nick Masidi. Sound designed by Brandon Jones. Composed by Darren Morsey. Editing, mixing, mastering, and additional music by Nick Masetti. Additional editing by Sean Christensen and Adam Volerich. Marketing lead, Ellie Kotapish. Production assistance by Mylissa Fitzsimmons. Artwork by Lon Chan. Credits read by Natalie Press. Special thanks to Dave Williams, The Invisible Studios, and Fancy Film. Just checking in and seeing if you might want to step away from the noise of the world for just a moment and connect back to you. If so, join me on my podcast, Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion, where we'll explore mindfulness, self-love, and personal growth as I share practical insights and tools to hopefully help inspire you to start to take charge of your mental and emotional well-being. Search for Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you're listening now. Are you a Marvel fan? Matt, you know I am. Jeff, I was asking the listener. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it seemed like a weird question because, you know, we've been doing a Marvel podcast together for nine years now. No, no, I was trying to grab the attention of all the Marvel fans out there for this ad. Oh. I thought it was weird, too. You should definitely warn us. Good note, Ashley. Well, if you like Marvel movies and TV as much as we do, join us for the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. He did it again.